Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. I am your host, Melody Ferris Tucker, and I am so grateful that you are here. So this morning, um, I have labeled this podcast, How We Got Here. And <clears throat> I've been digging into the book of Job. And um, we all know the, the um, scripture, have you considered my servant Job, right? And I was thinking about that the other day because um, when I did my podcast the other day, um, my husband and I had a discussion afterwards, right? And, um, and that sometimes, see, when he is preaching and I hear, I say, that was, seemed like you were a little upset, right? And so he said the same thing to me the other day after my podcast. And, um, of course, we get defensive because, Sometimes we don't want to see what is seen from the outside, right? We only see what we want to see. And um, I began to think about that because um, oftentimes we look at our present situation, right? And when we're on a spiritual journey or we're on our healing journey or our sobriety journey or whatever personal growth journey, whatever journey that you find yourself in, oftentimes we say, God, why am I going through this? God, why do I feel like this? God, why is this person telling me I'm this or that? Or, you know, we, we question why we're going through so many things, right? And I, I took a look at that because in, in, in my life, right? I have experienced a lot of rejection. So when my husband said that to me, I felt that um, a a bit of rejection come up, right? Like, well, maybe I shouldn't do a podcast anymore because maybe I'm coming off the wrong way, right? Or, Or whatever. So you start to question yourself, right? And, you know, I have been praying to God for a more spiritual awakening because first of all, it's hard to do this podcast if I'm not self-aware, right? If I'm not um, open-minded to to my own journey and to my own growth, right? It's hard to, to come in and encourage and teach other people if you're not on your own growth journey. So I have been praying to God because you know, sometimes we pray for a breakthrough. We pray for new levels. We pray um, for, you know, more success, right? Or more money or all. But in, in, in this, God is trying to teach us and show us other things. Not just about the outside world, but more so about our inner self, Right? Because the hurt and the pain and the trauma and the abuse and the addiction and all the things that I have gone through that did not happen overnight. So my healing and my growth and all of those things are not going to happen overnight, right? 
it would kind of be like if, if God came to you and said, this is wrong with you, 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 and just has this list, how overwhelmed and discouraged would one be, right? We all know that we're not perfect. We all know that we have, we still have growth. We still have things that we, we, um, that trigger us. We still have things that we're trying to work through, right? Um, but if God was to come to us and give us this list, we would be discouraged, right? Because how can, how can our father, our creator come to us and say, all of this stuff is wrong with you at one time and say, you need to fix this. Or you need to figure out how to give this to me so that I can fix it. Well, it's just like if someone close to you comes and tells you, you know, oh, you need to lose weight or, oh, you're never going to get anywhere or, oh, you're always going to be an addict or how discouraging is that? It's very discouraging, right? And we're less likely to, to address that because we're going to be defensive in that, right? We are going to be able to, we're going to start to place blame on the things, on our outer things rather than looking on the inside because we're going to get defensive, right? So I've been asking and praying to God for more of a spiritual awakening in areas of my life where I am still falling short or where I need healing or where I need growth, right? And I had to take a look at that the other day after my podcast when my husband and I, you know, had a, had a conversation, right? Because in, in form, rejection came, right? But I knew it was not him rejecting me. It was him bringing something to my attention, right? But he said, sometimes you have to listen to other people, right? And although I know with all of my being that his intentions are good, right? We have things that come up in us from our past, right? And I said, God, why do I get so, why do I start boiling on the inside when he says this to me, right? Because I do. I get this, I get this, this just heat inside of me. And I'm like, why is this? What, what is this that's happening? And so I'm praying about it and God revealed to me this. That my whole life, I allowed other people to dictate everything about me, right? I listened to everybody else my entire life. And I turned and and my life was negative, right? So although my husband's intentions are good, that is still an area in which I lack in. And see, I have to, um, I have to see it from both sides, right? Because I, in my life, had people trying to run my life and dictate everything about me and tell me I was never good enough, I was not lovable enough, I was not any of this stuff, right? Well, my husband was in a, grew up in a totally different world, right? Where he was pretty much on his own doing what he wanted to. So he always dictated his own life while I had other people dictating mine, right? 
So it's almost like oil and water, right? Because I don't understand the world he lived in and he doesn't understand the world that I lived in. So I said, God, I need, I, I need to understand this because I don't understand, right? I, I want to heal from this and I want to be open-minded and willing and vulnerable in a sense of listening to people who are, who are, you know, wholeheartedly looking out for, for my best, right? But I'm still comparing that to my past, right? I didn't get here to this place overnight. I didn't get here to all of the hurt and pain and negative uh, talk and people speaking into my life negatively. I didn't get here overnight. So that means that we're not going to get out overnight. But we have to be open to even though we are going through something we don't understand, but we cannot question God because he brings forth the healing as it needs to be brought forth, right? He is not, um, he is not a God that is going to drop it all on us at one time and say, you need to deal with this. But yet he brings healing in particular areas and then establish a self-awareness in other areas so that you can learn and grow over time. And I am digging into the book of Job and I read, there was one particular verse in Job 3 that stuck out to me, right? And so then I had to go digging into this a little bit because I went in and read the commentary because, you know, Sometimes there's a verse that will jump out at you, but you don't quite know what that means, right? So you want to dig into this because it was, it's, it's good. So it's um, uh, Job chapter 3, verse 23, and it says, Why is life given to a man whose path is hidden, whom God has hedged in? That is so good. Let me read that again. Why is life given to a man whose path is hidden, whom God has hedged in? Right. So I go back and I read the commentary on this because, first of all, I need to know what this means. Right. Like I understand that we're given a life. We don't. God does not give us instructions. He doesn't give us um, he doesn't give us a list of, of to do's. Right. And not to do's. I mean, other than the Bible. Right. But in our personal journey, like we have to go through the Bible and and read as these these people in the Bible's life relates to us in today, right? So sometimes we get a little confused. I know I do, right? I know I sometimes have a lack of understanding for what I'm reading. So I go and research further so that I can get a better understanding. And it says that Job was questioning his whole life right? Why was he not born um, stillborn? Why, you know, is this stuff happening? We're seeing him, right? But we also know that Job was such a man of integrity, right? He was such a man of integrity. He had so many things, right? But we see that God also was part of the plan of what is happening to Job, right? 
Job is enduring, but God's hand was in this from the beginning, right? So we, we question, God, you're such a good God. Why am I going through this? Right? And then when we question our entire beings because we're going through something that is so hard and so traumatic and, and we just don't understand. And we begin to question the motives of God instead of the motives of us. I am guilty. You know, because I found myself the other day saying, God, why? Right? Why do I get to this point where I feel this, you know, I I get so upset when I hear you need to listen to other people, even though I know the person that is trying to help me is of of great intention and love and for my best interest. But what is this? Why do I feel like this? And it's because I was dictated my whole life. But how I relate to this particular thing is we begin to see in chapter four, we begin to see the debates in between the three friends and Job and God, right? And we begin to see that these friends, based on their own particular um, beliefs, right? And it breaks it down in the commentary. Their beliefs is they believe traditionally, their theories are, a man is not going to go through this unless it's because of his own sin, right? But it also says that it, when, when the debate starts, okay, in chapter four, one of his friends says, indeed, you have instructed many and have strengthened weak hands. Your words have steadied the ones who was stumbling and braced the knees of the, that were buckling, Now that this has happened to you, you have become exhausted. It strikes you and you are dismayed. Right? So what is the the friends doing during these debates, right? Because in in the book of Job, you're going to see Job talk, right? And then you're going to see a friend respond. And then you're going to see Job respond. And then you're going to see a friend respond. And then at the end, you're going to hear, you're going to see God respond and you're going to see God begin to, to move and do things in Job's life. Right. But even his, his friends, his wife, everybody is turning against him because they feel like he has sinned based on their belief system. Sometimes we get into a situation where we may feel as if we are being judged or we are being dictated based on a belief system of someone else. We get discouraged because we know that we have lived in integrity. We know that we are growing and we are trying to become self-aware and we are trying to heal and be whole and be the best version of ourselves that we possibly can. But how, how sometimes... We, we feel as if we are being judged based on the beliefs of others, right? 
And we, we begin to get confused as to where our strength comes from. Because sometimes it's easy to listen to other people um, that might not have your best interests at heart, right? And it's easy to listen to them and then we begin to believe the things in which they are saying. When sometimes when we're going through a storm, it's just God saying, I'm trying to do something. You may not be going through the storm for you. You may be going through the storm for someone else to see. Because Job's best friends were judging him based on their own belief system, their own theories. And you see that they're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for this entire book. But the scripture in Job 3 and 23, why is life given to a man whose path is hidden, whom God has hedged in? We read in the Bible that we may have to endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. But when we endure, are we enduring wholeheartedly with, with, with asking and prayer to God, what is it that I need to see in this moment? What is it that you're trying to show me in this season? What is it that you're trying to show me in this dark moment? What is it that you're trying to show me in this moment of financial distress? What is it that you're trying to show me in this moment when I don't understand the course of events that are happening in my life? Can we <clears throat> stop questioning the fact that we're going through a storm and doubting that God is there with us? Or that he is is silent and he's or he has left us or her or forsaken us. Can we, for a moment, be vulnerable and say, God, what is it in this moment that I'm feeling this way? I recognize the feeling because I've re- I've had this feeling before, and I'm recognizing the feeling. But God, what is it that you're trying to show me in this moment of this feeling? Lord, help me recognize this because it's, it's, it's been a, a, a habit. It's been something that I've seen and felt for years, but I don't understand it. And in the moment when you're supposed to understand it, he will bring it to pass. And it was that moment because at first when my husband came down here and we started talking, I was like, uh, uh. Satan, I'm rebuking you right now, right now, because I just brought a word and you are not going to come in and attack this thing right here. No, 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 Satan, I'm rebuking you right now, right? You get out of here. You do not belong here. You have no power here. But it was God trying to show me something yet again that needed to be looked at, that I needed to address within me, right? Not something that my husband was doing, although sometimes God will use other people 
to bring forth something that we need to look at. And it's not them coming to you and saying, oh, you need to look at this. This is what's wrong with you. This is the problem. This is not an outside situation. This is an internal situation. But sometimes we begin to get very defensive because we are not self-aware of the things that God is trying to do. When you feel that come up inside of you, when you feel, God, why do I feel this way? It's God trying to take you to a new level. But before he can get you there, this particular thing needs to be addressed. He didn't give you a list. He didn't give me a list when I began my healing journey of all the things I needed to work on. They have come up at the right time. They have manifested themselves at the right time. Because if he would have given me a list back then, I didn't have the capacity. Because I already thought the world was against me. I already thought that I was worthless. I already thought that I was a bad mom. I already thought that I would never be loved by somebody. I already thought all of those things. But if God at that moment would have given me a list, right, to address all the things that were wrong with me and that needed to be addressed, it would have not happened. Because I would have gave up right there in that very moment. See, we don't understand why we endure, right? We question like, God, you're such a, you're a God of, of, you're such a good God. You're, you're a God of blessings and a God of abundance and you're a God, but he's also a God of growth. He's a God of revelation. He is a God of a lot more than just giving and giving and giving. He wants us to live abundance. He wants us to live victorious, but he has to correct the mind and the heart before he can bring forth what he's trying to do in our lives. But sometimes we miss that because we are thinking that he's trying to hurt us. We think we're thinking that it's Satan attacking us in these moments of, of storms that we're going through in our life. And yes, it may be Satan because we see in Job that yes, Satan had a part in that. But so did God. Because the very friends that hung around and drank and ate and did all of these things with Job was the very ones that was questioning his integrity because he was going through a storm. How many times have you gone through a storm in your life and somebody has questioned your integrity, questioned your entire being, questioned your sobriety, questioned your motives, questioned everything about you? Oh, well, you must have done something wrong if you're going through this, right? You're going through this because you were an addict. You're going through this because you're a convicted felon. How many times have you been, you know, basically separated because people think that, oh, you're out here living a, a, a dirty life, but you're expecting God to do something? 
The reason you're there is because, you know, you're doing all that stuff. No, God does not leave us just because we go through an addiction. God doesn't leave us just because we go to prison. God does not leave us because we are less than, than what he has created us to be in the bigger realm of things. Because God has a great purpose for us. He has a great plan for us. He has an abundant plan for us. But just because we are not there yet doesn't mean it doesn't exist. We, we will find ourselves having to endure some things that we don't understand. Just like Job. He did not understand why all of these, this course of events of bad things happened to him. But he did not he, he did not question God in the sense of, you know, I, he, he didn't, he did not basically talk down on God because of the things he was going through. Did his friends? Absolutely. Like you've got, you've sinned against God. Even his wife said, curse God and die. Like, because people believe that he did wrong when he was a man of integrity. But God shows us the things that we must endure. And we all have heard the phrase, he gives his strongest battle or his hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. He knew who Job was. Just like he knew he knows who you are. He knows those people that are around you that are questioning your integrity. He knows the people that are around you that are talking down upon you. But just like Job, he's given you the strength, right? When you are weak and we begin to get weak when we feel as if we are being questioned or or we are being targeted or you know, everything we've been through and all the healing that we've done becomes into question. Right? People in the world begin to question us. They begin to talk about us. They begin to persecute us. They begin to label us. But God, as just as he was in Job, knew who Job was. Just like he knows who you are. He knows the very person he created. He knows what you have endured. He knows what you have healed from. He knows what still needs to be healed. But we have to trust the plan, right? Because we have to trust the process. Because we did not get to this place overnight. And you're not going to get to this place overnight. There's a process. There's seasons, there's wilderness, there's abundance. There may be wilderness again, there may be abundance again. There is a process. And just because you feel like you, as if you are enduring something or you feel the stirring in that there's something else that, that God is trying to show you, but you don't quite understand it. Know that God knows who you are. And when you feel those things come up on the inside, just know it's just the gentle nudge from God saying, this is just one more thing I need you to look at. 
This is just one more thing in your, in, in, in your story that I need you to look at. There's, there's something in this for you. And, and I've given this to you because I know who my child is. And I know how important this is to you. But this is another situation or another thing or another God wink in your journey that I need you to address. This is just one more thing that I'm going to heal you from to add to your testimony. And we see that after all the debates, we see after all the questioning, we see after all of the things that Job had gone through, that in the end, God said to his friends, I'm not pleased with you. You need to go get these particular animals. You need to do a burnt offering. You need to do a sacrifice. You need to do all of those things. Because, and then Job is going to pray for you. See, what we don't understand sometimes in our journey is that although for a second we may feel as if we are smaller or we're not moving fast enough or we're not successful enough or or our life is not the way that we intended it to be or sometimes people are moving faster than us or they're getting more successful than us or they're talking about us and they've been in the same place as us, right? It's just our healing and our journeys are different. Sometimes God is going to put you in a room or in a place where those very people that were talking about you, those very people that were telling you and labeling you and and, and denying you, you will be praying with them. What's that famous saying? Be careful who you knock down on your way up because they may be the ones that you need on your way down. See, God has a funny way of bringing forth things in our lives. I never expected to be here. I never expected to write two books. I never expected a lot of the things that has happened in my life right now. I have a, a, a husband who loves me. That's not... That's not what my life used to say. But when I tell you that God has a way of showing up and showing out, when we live a life of integrity and vulnerability and willing to say, God, just search me. I can't change, heal, or make anybody else accept me. But Lord, let me accept myself. Let me, let me see and please search me and show me anything in me that needs to be awakened or needs to be put dormant or needs to be addressed in my life because I want to be a Job. I don't want to be a groupie like his friends that question everyone and everything and, and talk about people. I want to be that pillar like Job who, who gets double for their trouble 
but yet is willing to address and and debate and in and dialogue with God because I have that relationship with him. So what I'm telling you today is that you didn't get here overnight. You didn't get in that place of hurt and pain and addiction in prison overnight. Just like Job, right? First of all, servants were killed. His family was killed. And then, right, then here comes, like, if he didn't think that was bad enough, then here comes Satan again, back around for a second time. And he, he affects his body. Sores, pain, all of these things. So not only is he going through grief, of losing everything, but now he is going through, he's experiencing pain. And then on top of that, you've got your friends coming in telling you, you have done all of these things wrong. You're not really the person that, that you said you were. You've been talking to people and helping people heal and doing this and doing that. And then now you're cursed because you did something wrong. So do you see how the battles kept coming, right? The storms kept coming for Job. But he stayed a man of integrity. He stayed in faith. He was willing to dialogue and go back and forth with God because he knew that he, he knew who he served. He knew that the God that he served was healing, wholeness, he was a God of, of, of redemption. He was a God, <clears throat> excuse me, of all of these things. So he kept trusting in him as we have to, right? And we have to endure the storms that come as they come for what they are. Because there is always a blessing or a lesson in every storm, in every situation. But are you going to take the lesson or are you just going to take the blessing? When God gives you a lesson, are you going to willingly look at that from the inside? God, what is it that I need to do? Search me. Let me uh, understand what it is that you're trying to do in my life so that I can be better and whole for the people that are around me. So that I can serve you at the highest level. We can't just take the blessings. We have to take the experiences. We have to take the lessons. Because after, I'm going to tell you, at the end of the story, God blessed Job with more than what he started out with. So just know that even though you had a little in the beginning and you knew that it was not enough and you felt like God took the little that you had, just know that He is going to bring forth greater in the end. But know that your healing, you you didn't go from zero or from 10 to zero in two seconds, right? When we are born, we're born full. Then life happens, right? And sometimes in life, the things that happen, we end up empty, full of pain, regret, hurt, 
trauma, abuse, homelessness, addiction. We, we end up empty when we were born full. And God says, I know that you may feel empty. I know that you may feel hurt. I know that you may feel betrayed. All of these things right now. But can you stand firm and know that there is something better coming? You may be enduring something right now. But there's some lessons in this I need you to see. There's some healing in this that I need you to see. There are some things I need you to know and learn and address in this season. Because in that greater season, it's going to be more abundant. I'm going to give you double for your trouble. But can you experience the lessons, not just the blessings? Can you know that even though I may be in the mix of you enduring something, it's not because I want to hurt you. It's because I want to grow you. So I'm telling you today, if you're enduring something that you feel is hard, that you don't see that you're going to get through, or you're feeling God stirring up something on the inside and you don't really understand And you don't understand, Lord, why am I having to look at this, right? Lord, why am I feeling like this? Ask him to search you. Ask him to show you what it is that you need to see in this season. And in this moment and in this growth moment or this wilderness season, God, what is it that you are trying to show me? Because I'm here and I'm open and I know that what I'm going through is not by mistake. Can you or can we stop questioning what God is doing in our life? Can we take the moments that we have to endure and endure them? Can we take the moments where he's trying to show us and grow us and, sh- and, 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 and show us some things that we need to still grow in? Because sometimes we get healed, right? Or we say we're healed and we... we um, you know, we get sober or we get a home or we get fancy cars, we get all this and we thought we've arrived. And we don't feel like there's anything else that we need to grow in or address or heal from, which is by far the case. We're always going to be growing. We're always going to be healing. We are not going to ever arrive. And I hope that you, I hope and pray that you never want to arrive until you are in the presence of God. I, it's about growing, learning, and, and just enjoying the moments in which God has touched our lives in the most glorious ways. And he's still trying to touch our lives in the most glorious ways. But sometimes we shut down because we don't want to look at the things that need to be addressed. We only want to see the abundance. We only want to see the blessings. But God says, I've got the work for you to do. Because the work that you are doing now is going to impact the people that I put you in front of later. So today, just know that what you're going through right now is not to hurt you. It's not to pain you. It's not to, it's not to imprison you. It's not to put you in bondage. 
It's because God is trying to grow you in the most amazing way. Have you considered my servant, Job? Put your name in there, right? Have you considered my servant, Melody? And just know that although we don't, our our path is not laid out. It's not written out for us to see and know. Because if we knew the things that God was going to do for us, we would never need him. Yeah, February 1st of, you know, 2025, I'm going to be a millionaire. Why would I need to believe in God if I already knew that I'm going to be a millionaire? Right? Or if I was going to be on a stage of 40,000 people um, next year at this time, I wouldn't need God because I would know the plan. But there is still growth to be done. I'm going to tell you something really quickly and then I'm going to close this. So on Sunday, I was watching a Netflix documentary about Michelle Obama, right? After she, um, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I only watched half of it. But I'm going to tell you how God works. So it's when she released her book after they were already out of the White House, right? And she released her book and she was doing a tour, right? And they had set up the stage. They were kind of doing, giving you the back scenes of all of this stuff, right? Here's where God works in your heart, okay? Because this is just nothing to be emotional about. But it was one part where she was standing backstage, right? She had hundreds of, I mean, like, I don't know, hundreds, but she had thousands of people out there in the audience, right? And she was standing backstage and someone was announcing her as she walked out on the stage, And tears just started coming down my face. Why? Because I feel that. And I believe that one day someone is going to be announcing me as I walk out in front of thousands of people. And that was just God saying, I've got this for you. But I was overwhelmed with emotion. And That's nothing for anybody to be emotional about, right? She was literally just walking out on the stage. Somebody was announcing her to walk out on the stage. I've seen thousands of people walk out on the stage and I never got that emotional. But it's because I'm in a moment in time where God is showing me I have this for you. And that was a God wink to me saying, When you can feel that type of emotion in the inside over something, it's just, it's it's the Holy Spirit moving within you saying, I have you, I've got you. This will come to pass. But can I tell you the very next morning? I'm rebuking Satan over something that I need to work on. And it just shows me that God is, is showing me things because in order for me to get there, I have to address what's here. So I am just encouraging you today to stop questioning your journey. Stop questioning where you are and stop questioning the things that you're enduring and start asking God, Lord, search me because I know there is growth in this moment. I know there is something that you're trying to show me in this moment. You're not on this journey by mistake. 
You're on it because God is trying to take you to new levels. He, he wants you to touch the world in a, in a unique way that no one else can touch the world. He has a job for you to do. He has a purpose for you to, uh, to live out. He has a plan for you. So I pray today as Job that you are dialoguing with God every day. And that you're saying, search me, Lord, because, you know, I, I need to see these things because the level that you're taking me to, I, I need, I'm going to need to make sure that these things are addressed before I get there. It's no different if you're going to church, right? People, most of the time in a, in a normal setting of church, they get up every morning and they prepare. Make sure their hair's done, their makeup's done, they got on their nicest clothes, their dresses, their hats, all of the things, Right? Your walk with God is no different. As you're walking, he is preparing you for where you're going. So I pray today that you are open to what God is trying to do in your life. Know that just as Job, the things that he endured were not by mistake or not because God wanted him to go through these horrible things. It was because God was working something in his life. And because he was able to endure, he was able to dialogue. He was able to, to refrain from listening to and allowing to set in all of the things that his friends and his wife were saying about him. God brought him to something greater than what he took from him. And he went on to have more children and more cattle and, and more reach because of what he had been through. So today, whatever you're going through, no, it's not by mistake. God is not having you endure something because he wants to hurt you. He's having you endure something because he's trying to take you to a new level. But we have to be willing to look at that. We have to be willing to look from the inside. God, what is it that I need to address in this season? So I pray today that you see your journey as something that God is trying to do for you. Not that he's trying to take from you. So today, I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. I hope I added value. If I did, please, please, please um, go over to Apple Podcast, follow, leave a review, um, screenshot it, share it to your stories, or simply if you're on live, you can just share it to your page. So I do thank you very, very much, and I hope you have an absolutely amazing day, and I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.